to encourage you, to equip you, and to empower you to fulfill God's divine destiny for your life. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. I am so glad that you have joined us today. And I've got some special guests with me that are very, very precious to me. They are my dear friends. We actually met, what, 22 years ago while we were all at Rama Bible College in Tulsa, Oklahoma. A lot of divine connections happen at Rama, but definitely happen for me and for all of us. And so I want to introduce you to each of my friends. First, I have Pastor Charity Beltron here. She and her husband, Dan, are in the Sacramento, California area. We went to Raymond together. Charity has been in five nations. She lived in Romania, Indonesia, and Austria, actually served with Rama Austria, mm-hmm. doing tremendous things. Their ministry in the Sacramento area has just seen incredible fruit that's come. They've just moved into a brand new phase. God's doing some amazing things amazing with things. bringing the body of Christ together. Hopefully yes. we get to talk about that. And then I also have my dear friend, Reverend Gretchen Vanderpool. She just recently launched Gretchen Vanderpool International. Gretchen has been to 10 nations. And she lived in Thailand for three years served their powerful ministry, and then now she is part of the pastoral staff at Encounter Church. I'm just more and more impressed with my friends as I read your bios. <laughs> Man. And then many of our listeners actually know of my next friend, Reverend Regina Jolliffe. And of course, she was a part of Rama Singers and Band with Brother Kenneth Hagen, Kenneth Hagen Ministries. And that's how we met. She is actually now traveling, traveling as an itinerant around the country, other nations too. I think she's getting ready to go to Canada soon. She's been to five nations. And so these friends of mine, we actually met really just divinely connected and immediately just sort of fell into praying together once a week. And we really got to know each other in prayer mm-hmm. before we developed our friendships. True. And I don't think I'd ever had that happen that way with getting to know friends. But the bottom line is here we sit 22 years later and through all these life changes and seasons and marriages and kids and nations and all this stuff. And there's something about the bond that transpired in our hearts that has kept us connected, mm-hmm. you know, and will throughout the year. So I'm just so honored to have you all here. It's kind of a miracle we're all in the same place. It really is. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. It doesn't happen very often. No, it really doesn't. And uh, it's just an honor to have each of you here. So I kind of want to talk about this. Reg, I'm going to just maybe throw to you. I don't know if you had experienced something that happened with us where you kind of got to know People said, I'm going to lock with you weekly in prayer, even though I don't know you that well, (laughs) and just go for that. I mean, what was that like for you? Well, I'd have to say it was a Holy Spirit leading. I mean, you don't just connect with anyone or everyone to pray. But I remember that night that, that we first prayed together, we had been in a service where they were talking about the plan of God and 
and the last day, you know, move of God and prayer and, and all that's connected with that. And you yeah. and I walked out of the service together, not knowing each other, never having had girl time or right. developed any type of really close friendship bond. Yeah. And we were just talking about the things that we had heard in the service. And mm-hmm. I don't remember which one of us it was, but one of us said, man, I could pray right now. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I think you might have said that. And I jumped on it because being the Pentecostal girl that I am, <laughs> I was like, let's do it. Right. So let's pray. When you're led by the Spirit, you have peace it's uh, true. to make those type of connections. So then as we prayed together, we were just so hungry for what God had for us. We were so hungry for the supernatural. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's what drew us together to make that commitment true. Mm-hmm. to yeah. pray every week. It yeah. was, we were after something that's mm-hmm. true. and we weren't just attending school or, you know, biding our time by at a Bible school, but we were really endeavoring to get all we could get. And part of that was outside of the classroom. Yeah, it was in those good. prayer times, in those relationships. Yeah. And so I know obviously it paid rich dividends for, for all of us. We learned and grew a lot during those times yeah. of prayer. Yeah. Well, I mean, G10 nations and living in Thailand, and I could almost answer this for you, but would you say that there were times on the field in different places of life that you were in a season of ministry and it would occur to you, hey, I bet we we prayed about this. You absolutely. Know, all those years ago. Did that ever dawn no on you question. that way? Really? No question, absolutely. Wow. The very things that I walked in and seen and a lot of times did was as a result of the tracks that were laid in that small prayer group once yeah. a week. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Charity? Yeah. I think that my whole life story, my whole journey, you know, is has been like that. And I'll just speak to the relationships. Like, I think in my life, I'm going to be 44 in a couple of months. No <laughs> way that's possible. I know. Lord help. And it just seems to me like the relationships in my life that have the most value and meaning and the depth and define the depth of who I am always came first by a connection in the spirit. Or by a flow of the Holy Ghost that I identified with in my heart. Mm -hmm. There was a season where my husband and I were in this particular church, and I didn't even know the pastor so well. We were pastoring up in Chico, which is Mm -hmm. about two hours from where we live now. And I walked into that church, and the pastor's wife played the first chord on the keyboard. And as soon as she started the praise and worship and laid down the first chord, like the river, deep river of my heart, just opened, and I started to weep and just felt in my spirit, man places like home. Yeah. I didn't know them. Wow. I wasn't familiar, but my spirit was familiar. And yeah. all of them hold, not many years later, we actually came on staff at that church and the Lord just orchestrated some things. Wow. But I was recognized home by my spirit and by the witness That's of the good. Holy Spirit. Mm. And so for me, the things and people I treasure most in this life have that same spirit, that same connection, that, connection. that same good. place it's in true. the spirit. Yeah. And yeah. everyone in the body of Christ has a place. Right. But when you are the blessed to find that place with sisters and people that share that same place for that impact in the world, yeah. it's really a blessing. Yeah. It's Friendship's so true. just the cherry on top. Right. Really. It's so true. It's true. Because don't you think when you have that, like you experienced when you walked in to mm-hmm. that church and like we've all had, there's something of eternity attached to it. Mm-hmm. And there's this sense that like 
this is way deeper than if you treat me right, right. or if you're fun to be with, yes. or if our personality, <laughs> right. I mean, we couldn't all four have more different personalities, <laughs> you know, among us. And, but when you have that, it's like, oh, there's something that goes way deeper. Yeah, right. sure. And, and there's eternity mm-hmm. attached to that, you know. Mm-hmm. I love that statement you made, though. It just, it was like home, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, because your spirit, our spirit knows. Yeah. You know, I mean, don't you think in walking out the plan of God that you hit pockets and places mm-hmm. where you go, I was meant to show up here. Mm-hmm. I was meant, mm-hmm. how do I know that? I don't know, but yeah. I just know it. Yeah. yeah. And I think it just binds you. Like, there's been moments that I've had conversations with Regina on the phone, few and far between, and they've been life-changing or so helpful and strengthening that only I could have with her or you or you, but it happened to be her. Right. And then, like, right before the Grenada thing, I just had this impression in my spirit call you. And when you answered the phone, and I was like, God, this is so rare because, first of all, time zones. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. just all of that. And but, I answered. And you, yeah. and you answered the phone. And, yeah. you know, I just had it strong in my spirit before, you, you know, and then I didn't even realize where you really were in mm-hmm. all of that. And you needed that. And it was we a were crunch talking point. and then I yeah. was like, hush, I'm going to pray right now. I got yeah. something to speak. And so that was so powerful. I was like, gosh, those Holy Ghost moments are not even a thought. Like, we don't even have to think about that. We can just go there because of the foundation that was laid 22 years ago. Mm. Right? We just yeah. trust each other and we know that we're only going to shoot from the heart. And those conversations have to be that way because they are few and far between, which makes them even more precious and valuable. Yeah. Yeah. There's a supply yes. mm-hmm. of the Spirit in the Spirit that comes through divine connections, divine relationships, Mm -hmm. that just does not come any other way. It's just the supply you need in that moment. It's true. Don't you think? Who wants to speak to that? We're the body. We're called Mm -hmm. to be the body of Christ. And we're not, any one of us are islands. And so I need you to be successful. Yeah. Because your supply and who you are, the life of God in you is directly connected and related to the life of God in me. That's what we're called to be, is the body united. That's the last prayer Jesus prayed before mm-hmm. he left this earth, Yeah, is that we would be one as him and the Father. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's not ironic that mm-hmm. we get such supply from one another, and then God calls those for such a time, maybe a short time or a long time, you know, to come even more intimate together mm-hmm. to pray and learn the things of the spirit. Mm-hmm. I teethed right there with you guys, right. you know, mm-hmm. that's where I learned. That's where we mm-hmm. saw. We did. And we're walking out the things that we seen and, and yeah. learned, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. from those times. And don't you think prayer, it really is good training because when you pray together, like we did, it wasn't just let's all pace around the room and pray our own thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. We prayed together. Mm-hmm. And I, that's not known by a whole lot of people. Mm-hmm. But when you said that, I thought of how we'd be praying in the spirit and we'd have to be listening, going, who's got the part? Yes. We had our heads. Right. Yeah, we had yeah. our heads. Our little heads together. together, right? Laying flat on the floor and our head, head to head. Come yeah, on. yeah. And awesome. we'd have to listen yeah. and, and discern by the spirit. Where the supply was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where the yeah. supply was. And then if I was the one that had the supply, I needed to know that I had it. I needed to give it. And I needed to know when I was done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? True. Because it was now time 
for that next, whoever had the next piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, when you think about it, man, if you can find a way and ask the Lord to divinely connect you with people to pray, mm-hmm. absolutely, it trains you, don't mm-hmm. you think? Absolutely. Yeah. For so much. Yeah, I think in that setting, Charity was talking about the friendship supply that it brings years down the road. We learned that in prayer. Mm-hmm. And part of that supply comes and learning how to pray in that manner is out of a spirit of love. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not true, just good. wanting to pray your own thing. Yes. You're not having to be the leader of the prayer time, but you're you're not just deferring to one another. You're deferring to the spirit of God yes. in yeah. that's good. the flow of that prayer time in what he wants to have done. Right. And that's good life training. That's Absolutely. good, you Come know, on. following God training. It's good ministry training. Mm-hmm. And you can carry those principles over really into every area of your life. Mm-hmm. But I think that's probably one of the biggest things I learned from that yeah. because growing up the way I did, mm-hmm. we prayed a lot, but we just, you know, <laughs> get together and let her fly. Yeah. Right. You know, everybody is praying to the top of their lungs mm-hmm. and there wasn't a whole lot of just being quiet and listening mm-hmm. and following and connecting. Yes. And yeah. that's one thing that we would do is when we did discern mm-hmm. the supply or the word that we would use a lot is the unction, sure. yeah. you know, where that place of the spirit is leading. Mm-hmm. Then when we did discern that, then we would get up behind one right. another. Mm-hmm. We yes. would get up behind that person. Yeah. And then we would, with our faith and our prayer, help propel mm-hmm. them yeah. so that they could pray that out in the fullness. And yeah. so then it wasn't just one person praying That's alone. Right. Yeah. We always went together. Yes. Yes. And I believe that carries over into these relationships is we're not satisfied with just having our own ministry, right. building our own kingdom, That's doing good. our own thing, Mm-mm. but we're more concerned about the whole picture yes. and being a supply to the bigger supply, yes, not just your own. Yeah, we That's, called that piggybacking. Yes, we did call that piggybacking. You know, mm-hmm. we did call that piggybacking. Yeah, that was <laughs> a perfect re- picture. Yeah, that was really good. I want to pause here. It's in the same vein, but I want to take a moment to maybe speak to this. I know we just spent some time talking about the generations, you know, and the heritage of faith we're a part of. And I've been seeing so much in the word that the heart of the Father God is not just to hand something off. It's to pass something down Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that it perpetually continues. Mm -hmm. You know, God never initiates anything that he intends to die off. Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. And and we, when we were here being trained, we had our eyes locked on some generals in the faith. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we got up close under some, some mamas in the faith, mm-hmm. some, some dads too, but as women mm-hmm. called mm-hmm. to the ministry, right. you know, feeling that call, especially those women in the faith for us that, that carried things of God, mm-hmm. that knew God. And when you heard them and you got around them, it made you hungry for God. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about the impartations that we know we got from them and how imperative they are Mm -hmm. for our everyday lives, Mm -hmm. you know? And then as we find ourselves in places of leadership now, realizing, hey, this next generation, they didn't get the chance we got. We Mm -hmm. have to give it to them, you know? But I want to just, each one of you, just say some things to the power of those impartations you got, 
how important they were for you, and maybe if something comes up in you on how you pulled on those, because I think a lot of people mm-hmm. want, but they don't know how. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, to pull. So, gee, I'm going to start with you, and let's just go around and whatever's in your heart, speak to that. It was everything to me. Those moments, you know, where even like I'm just going to name drop because do it. <laughs> it's just for honor purpose, but yeah. like uh, Reverend Leanne mm-hmm. Sosby, mm-hmm. I would hear her voice. When I was out there in the middle of nowhere, God speaking through her, you know, times of just when we were in prayer school doing this or that, I would hear, you know, those moments that we had either personal or prayer school. And it was everything. It it would change the whole course of, you know, a moment at times. One thing key in that when you have those generals that you have your eyes on Mm -hmm. is make yourself available. Because likely they're not going to make themselves available to you. You have to be the initiator Uh of that and make yourself, position yourself, not stalker, (laughs) as we may or may not have done. (laughs) As we may or may not have done. (laughs) But you position yourself, you know, in, in their lives. And, you know, like we were saying earlier, social media is great podcasts and like we're doing today mm-hmm. everything really great right, right this is awesome yes, yeah <laughs> but media you know and where we're at with technology is great but it doesn't position you mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to be there right in their presence and be present be in those services Absolutely. And, and it yeah. makes all the difference in the world that's and pull mm-hmm. yeah. that's really good yeah. pastor charity what would you say i think for me all these years later and still walking in relationship to some people honor honor yeah and with the most pure heart yeah intention yeah not with an agenda right not seeking a platform not seeking a break so to say that oh please notice me Mm -hmm. none of that true just a heart of honor pure honor and love for that person Mm -hmm. as a human (laughs) and as god's servant the chosen one that you're so privileged to get to sit under and be connected to just out of a pure heart of nothing but love, like what you yeah. spoke to, but I love them, therefore I serve them and honor them. And most of the time you just get the blessing then of eventually, not immediately. I would say that to the younger generation. Nothing is instant. Yeah, You have to sow, but you have to sow without an agenda. Right. You just sow because that's what your life is, a seed yeah. for God's kingdom. It's and true. just completely without an agenda, completely out of a heart of honor and just being willing to serve and serve and serve and serve like that. And eventually it starts coming back to you in ways that are immeasurable. Yeah. Immeasurable. And it's just a beautiful thing. It's a gift, you know. So anything I would say would be that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely serve and honor with Mm -hmm. no agenda, with no thought of what you will get out of that relationship. Absolutely. That's good. That is absolutely phenomenal. It was so good. So good. Regina, what would you say? I would say, you know, I think about how to position yourself. We think about Elijah and Elisha. Elijah would not let Elisha out of his sight. Hmm. He was tracking him, trailing him. He was with him. That's true. And in order to receive an impartation, I know for me, Brother Hagen, Kenneth E. Hagen Sr. was my spiritual father. I saw something in him that bore witness with my spirit that I knew I needed to fulfill the call of God in my life. Mm -hmm. And in order to receive that, I had to connect myself with him, not just geographically or, or personally connected like 
charity referred to, but I had to position myself spiritually to hear, yes. to mm. draw on the words that he was speaking. Right. And then I would say in, in living that out and years later, the way I draw on that is I go back to those places. I go back to the things I learned. Mm-hmm. I go back to the things I received. Mm-hmm. As I'm walking out my life, as I'm walking out my ministry, mm-hmm. I go back there. I draw from those impartations by intentionally not going to the past, right? But going back to those truths, those foundations mm-hmm. that good. were placed in me, or like true. like yeah. G said, mm-hmm. the, that voice that's yeah. good that that rises in your heart. You hear, you, you know, hear long it. after Brother Hagen went on to heaven, and then I'm in a situation. Absolutely, and I look in my spirit, and sometimes it sounds strange, but you hear their voice right. saying, "Right, yeah." But it's it's by the Spirit mm-hmm. coming from your spirit. Absolutely. Yes, and mm-hmm. so I believe that's key. Yeah, key to to drawing in. And really having that impartation, not just be dormant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's really, but a working reality. Yeah, that's really, really good. I just a hundred percent agree. In fact, I a lot of times when I'm on the road, I will tell a story, and it was when we were in Grenada, on one of our trips, and I hit a spot in just the trip and in ministry that was an in the moment spot, and it was a new place for me, and I did not know what to do. And when you are the leader leading something and you hit a spot that you <laughs> don't know what to do in the moment, it's a little disconcerting to put it nicely. You know, you're you're wanting to freak out. And and I remember Regina like you were saying, check in my heart and going, God, what do I do? And the next voice I heard was not necessarily like I know the voice of the Lord. And it wasn't even the voice of my own spirit. What I heard was the voice of my pastor mm-hmm. and he had preached a message and that it was like it, it was six years ago and it was this one Sunday and he preached this message and what I heard was him saying the name of the message mm-hmm. and in the name of the message was the answer that I needed mm-hmm. to handle what I was standing in the middle of and I can remember because at the time I was on staff at that church and you know it's real easy to just get distracted, even get caught up in the is this happening and the ushers and the you know administrative side of ministry. But I remember thinking, thank God. Right. Number one, I was sitting in the sanctuary. Yeah, I wasn't out at the cafe, you know. Mm-hmm. And number two, thank God that I was tuned in. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, Regina, yeah. like you were saying I was pulling on those words so that that could get deposited. Yeah. I didn't even know that was in there. Right. Yeah. But it was a pivotal turning point mm-hmm. in what we were called to do there mm-hmm. in that nation, mm-hmm. and it came from hearing the voice of my pastor. Mm. So. You know, all of this is so rich. I don't think there is a price that you can place on the value of divine impartations. Mm -hmm. And I know I can say for myself, anything that it cost me to be there to serve, anything, Anything. plane tickets, right? Driving for hours. I mean, we could tell some stories. (laughs) (laughs) All of that, staying up late, serving when you're tired, getting over your attitude and just all of that, all anything that you paid to get it. I can't even think of it now. Right. Yeah. It was just, I couldn't even call it a drop in the bucket. I don't miss one dollar. Right. That it cost me, you know, to be there and do that because the dividends I can't buy. Can't. No. 
what I got. No, it's true. Right? No, it's true. The harvest is so much greater. Yes. So I just can't thank you all enough. Honestly, I'm a little overwhelmed that God made this happen. <laughs> He's so good to us. Awesome. I know. I mean, literally coast to coast. Coast to yeah. coast. To bring us all together. And I just thank you all so much. I want to just say real quick, because I love my friends so much, I value the gift of God in each of them and the tremendous flow of ministry that is coming out of each one of you. And so there's some ways you can connect because you need to. Regina Jolliffe has a website. Her CD just came out this past year. I live on this CD. It's called Destiny. Regina, do I have it right? They can go to reginajolliffe.com. And Regina is R-E-J-E-A-N-N-A. Jolliffe is J-O-L-L-I-F-F. Praise the Lord. Dot com. Get that CD. Is it on iTunes? It's on iTunes as well. Okay, you can get iTunes. Okay, Pastor Charity, tell us the name of your church. It's Parkside. Parkside Church. Parkside Church in? Auburn, California. Auburn, California. Yeah. And they, we could almost do a whole other podcast <laughs> on what God is doing yes. in bringing the body of Christ together in that city. And mm-hmm. we, we just may have to do that. So you can find Charity on Facebook. She's going to yell at me <laughs> for this, but she's a busy mom of yeah. three. So she's not on there a lot, but you need to connect with her. Yeah. And her and her husband, Dan, are just powerful, powerful Gifts to the body of Christ. And then my good friend, Reverend Gretchen Vanderpool, you can find her on Facebook. So Gretchen Vanderpool, V-A-N-D-E-R-P-O-O-L. And she is putting out some powerful truth. You had something you put out last week. Tell us what that was. It was a quote. We all went nuts over it. Do you remember it? It was about being authentic. You are an undisputed original. You were created to be an undisputed original. It's so good. Are you kidding me? Mm. It's so good. So you need to follow all of these mighty women of God on Facebook. Stalk them, social media. Don't show up at their homes or they'll never do another (laughs) podcast again. (laughs) So this has been tremendous. I want to thank you all so much for being here. It is an honor to know you and to be your friend. I love you all. Bye.